everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on the 21st day of May 2020. It's a Thursday. My name is Nick. Ladies and gentlemen, Big J. Yeah. Did you feel the earthquake this morning? No. Yeah, just maybe 15, 20 minutes ago. Yeah. We had another uh, tremor. How big? Have you looked it up? Uh, I think it was like four something and now it was out of Oregon. So a different plot spot yeah. all the other? Yeah. Not nearly as bad as the other one? Clearly. Yeah, I, I didn't feel it. I saw it. So uh, the computer monitor is in here. Everything started shaking. Gotcha. Out of no apparent reason. Very nice. Well, what does that mean, Big J? I don't know. I don't know. Will it be a good day or a bad day? It means hold on to your butts. <laughs> uh, and so uh, we started the day. Nope, didn't feel that one. But I certainly can understand uh, people that maybe did. And the closer you get to uh, the Oregon border, I'm probably the more... I just wanted, I thought, maybe once we'd break some news. Yeah? Around here. Well, it's 20 minutes old, so I'm not sure we're breaking any news breaking. Well, to a lot of the people listening. Uh, Well, it's not like they're uh, in tune to their news devices. Well, then we could say that about pretty much any news, if that's the case. Yeah, we don't really usually get into that. Breaking news. There was an earthquake this morning. There you go. Uh, developing story? No, it's over. All right, so be it. Today on the show, we... Four point something earthquake. We welcome in (laughs) just the facts here. (laughs) Yeah. It's like when I do weather or something. Four point something earthquake. Somewhere, somewhere. Uh, today on the show, our friend, comedian, and very good chef, Pat Mack, is going to join us on the show in the 7 o'clock hour. Gonna call in to talk about his catering business, some of the cool things he's doing as things has forced him to change it up during the pandemic as well. So that's going to be cool. We're going to get a nerd alert from Big J. A couple of care packages could be coming your way over the course of the program today. And, of course, rock music. That's where we're really good at. Let's play some jams before we get into the first round of important stuff. Here's some Red Hot Chili Peppers. It is Californication here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Hey, Big J, if you have been working from home over the course of the last couple of weeks, that may start to transition here soon, if it hasn't already, in your workplace. But apparently it's been no cakewalk for people. According to NordVPN, it reports that U.S. homebound employees are actually working about three hours more per day than they did pre-pandemic. And things are much better across the world. People in France, Spain, and UK working an average about two hours more each day when they work from home. VPN says workdays seem to be starting later than before the pandemic as well, with peak email time creeping up to about 9 o'clock in the morning. Usually, it's around 8. And then getting another spike in usage right around midnight. Jeez. At the same time, data suggests that productivity is actually up, at least in some companies. So there's that. But... Either you're working weirder hours or you're working a little bit more or it's taking you longer to do things when you're at home. Get your bleep together. VPN can't decide which one of those things are happening. They just know uh, usually VPN is kind of like a PC Anywhere program that allows you to log into your work computer from another location. And they're tracking the usage of their product, obviously. And so they're noticing that people are on VPN a hell of a lot more than they would be if they were working. You know, on average, 10 hours a day, which is a lot. But then again, you know, it it doesn't track what you're actually doing. So you could be logged on to VPN and then, like, making yourself a sandwich. You know what I mean? Right. Or watching uh, The Price is Right. There's all sorts of things that you could be doing while logged on to the program. 
But if some companies are seeing an increase in productivity, obviously work is being done as well. So yeah, what's their complaint? Uh, who's complaint? I don't know. That's the whole pro- point. The point is you're working more at home than you were if you were working a regular eight-hour day. Oh. That is the point. There are no complaints as of yet, unless you've got one. Well, you can't just randomly get up and make a sandwich usually at work. Correct. Major League Baseball's Oakland A's are refusing to pay the $1.2 million in annual rent that was due April 1st for the use of its city and county-owned ballpark, the Oakland Coliseum. Coliseum Authority head Henry Gardner said that uh, because they haven't been able to use the stadium due to the pandemic, they they are not able to generate revenue and they have no ability to pay. Team officials suggested in a statement the team will pay the rent when the city and county lift the shelter-in-place orders and the A's are granted access to the facility to play. But uh, apparently the, uh, the people are not very happy about it. They're saying the A's are just coming up with an excuse to try not to pay when the city needs the money most. Uh, and point to the fact that the A's are one of the least, uh, I guess, in the red company or baseball teams in the uh, in Major League Baseball, and that they have plenty of money in the bank and in the books. They're just using this as an opportunity not to pay. Who do you believe, Big J? Well, I don't know. That sounds like the Oakland A's. Poor Oakland uh, can't keep their sports teams happy. <laughs> I mean, the Raiders are moving the hell out of Dodge. Uh, did you end up going to that game at the Oakland A's Stadium or no? I remember no. you talked about it, yeah. Uh, I've been to Oakland. Oh, yeah, I did. You did? Yeah. The baseball game. Yes. And it was terrible, right? The stadium. It I wasn't think. the greatest, no. <laughs> yeah, no it's, not, it's not a great place to see a ball game. It really isn't. Uh, but what are you going to do? Big J, uh, according to Amazon, they have snapped up Alex Ryder in an adaptation of some young spy novels. Anthony Horowitz has written a couple of them, and now they're going to turn them into some TV shows or movies. Several other international firms have also picked up things, including Stars Play, which has picked up the show for multiple territories across the world. So apparently this is a very popular series, Alex Ryder, if you will, and they're going to make a bunch of things out of it, uh, mostly starting with the television series. They've already got the uh, the part cast, Otto Ferrant, whoever that is, is going to be Alex Ryder, and you can expect these shows to come to Amazon here in the States and then across the world and they're look they're banking on it to be the next big property for Amazon. We'll see if it works out for them. So remember the name. Alex Ryder, Big J. It may be something you're interested in. You love spy stuff. Yeah. Morning after with Nick and Big J, there's your first round of important stuff. Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X Rocks. Hey, if you are prone to impulse buying stuff, you should be aware. Instagram's new feature uh, uh, this Tuesday, Facebook, which owns Instagram, of course, announced that it launched Facebook Shops. These are online shops that live directly on Facebook and now Instagram. So when you come across a brand or product you like in the app, you can enter the store's online shop to browse. And then if the brand has enabled checkout, you can pay for your item right there through Facebook or Instagram. Facebook also has plans to add a new shopping tab and the navigation bar at the bottom of the app. For now, a limited number of the shops are live on Facebook shops. And, oh, you can also uh, create your own avatar on Facebook, Nick. Wasn't there, uh, I mean, this isn't new, is it? The avatar? No, not the avatar thing. The the uh, That's like Bitmoji, but I'm talking about like the uh, the the shopping. You could always shop on Facebook. Yes, it, it's new to Instagram. And then, then there, it's, this is separate from Facebook Marketplace, by the way. But, so. Uh, well, but I mean, isn't it specifically for like brands and businesses and stuff? Yes. Okay. But you but, can buy right through it, like right right there. You don't have to go out to another website. Oh, you don't website. have to click like the, the shop or yes. the, the link of the, I see, okay. Apparently, yep, indeed. So. Well, 
Uh, that's a problem for me, especially on Instagram, Nick, because for whatever reason, I'll scroll through and I'll see the coolest stuff. I, I don't see it anywhere else. I wish there was just a place for me to go see that cool stuff because I would buy it all. And uh, oftentimes, uh, I'm probably not my own worst enemy when I click on something because then it just keeps popping up. But uh, I don't know why I'm more susceptible to it on Instagram than I am Facebook. But the last thing you bought on Instagram? Uh, oh, man. Uh, well, I mean, it starts there where I see it. I haven't been able to buy it right, right there on Instagram yet. So I'll tell you tomorrow. <laughs> So, well, I mean, I'm guessing okay. I don't. I think you've got more self control than you think. I mean, if you if you haven't bought anything just by seeing something cool, then you're gonna be okay. Well, I have a wife. Right. That's why. And that wife uh, will still be there today, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying that you know that's why I don't uh, buy. I want to, but I, I also understand the consequences of doing such things. Okay. Uh, the development team that brought you Goat Simulator, Nick, a game none of us asked for, but which also happened to take the game world by storm for a short period, have cooked up something else fun—a sandbox game called Just Die Already. Players will take on the role of senior citizens competing in challenges to make it into the nicest retirement home. It looks kind of gory and kind of fun. Uh, when we quote, when we started making the game, there wasn't all this going on, says uh, Armin, gesturing around at the global craziness. So it does feel a little weird introducing such a ridiculous over the top sandbox game when the world is so grim at the moment. That said, maybe uh, uh, super gluing a rocket pack to the back of an uh, octogenarian and sending him flying into a construction site just to see what happens is the type of escape we all need right now. Yeah, I'm not sure I want to play a game where you kill a bunch of old people. But, you know, it's, uh, it, I, I thought the same way and I saw some of the gameplay and I'm like this looks like a lot of fun and very funny just I already lets you embrace your inner boomer and wreak havoc on the millennial and zoomer population NPCs will even act differently to you depending on their age you can also pick up and interact with a wide, a wide variety of objects including giant trouts trampolines firearms jetpacks fireworks and much more however players must be careful uh, every part of the body can be broke <laughs> so it's basically oh, like and each they, they part just, can fall off as well. They repainted over Goat Simulator, basically. That's how Goat Simulator. Yeah, was. Yeah, uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, I, I mean, I never actually played it, so no, me either. I, it was a free thing on the PlayStation Network a couple months ago, and I thought about it, but then I was like, what am I going to do with the Goat Simulator? I'll pass. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, but you know, it, it does look a little fun, and probably could be uh, at some point, you know, cathartic to a certain degree. So. There's your nerd alert. Morning after with Nick and Big J coming up in a few minutes. Pat Mack is going to join us. Not to mention we got some important stuff too. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. All right, Big J, you're going to notice some changes around the Treasure Valley, uh, specifically when it comes to COVID-19 testing for St. Luke's as they are shifting its response to a longer-term strategy in order to serve patients throughout the pandemic. So, you know those whole uh, tented screening services that you see at St. Luke's across the Treasure Valley? Yeah. Uh, they're going away as of May 23rd. People with COVID-19 symptoms will be directed to St. Luke's facilities, specific ones for screening during regular operating hours. If you're a boy, so you're going to have to go to the St. Luke's Clinic at Family Medicine on Park Center Boulevard. Uh, in Meridian, the St. Luke's at uh, the Ada Medical Associates in, in on Louise Drive. And then they have locations in Jerome, Magic Valley, and Wood River as well. But they're shutting down the mobile testing stuff. Oh, well, I get to Candy County. We got to drive on into you know, Meridian, huh? See you in Meridian, pal. Thanks. Uh, of course, extra precautions will be taken to protect patients and staff from the virus at these particular locations. 
Uh, if you think you have symptoms or have been exposed, then you'll have to use the self-triage tool to determine the next steps, whether or not you'll even get a test still. Uh, the self-triage tool does not substitute advice for your primary care provider, so keep that in mind. But it's just going to make testing a little bit more hmm, difficult for people to get in some particular cases. I don't understand. Where, why, shouldn't that be the easiest thing to get right now? I, After I, all this time, all the money, we can't have 100 million tests ready to go? I'm not sure if it's a number thing as much as it is, you know, while the... I'm trying to put this the best way that I can. I don't know if they're testing as many people as they thought they were going to at this particular point. Like, have you driven by the uh, the, the testing yeah, places yeah, and yeah. seen a lot of cars in line? Because I have not. When I go by, there's usually maybe one or two cars there and then like five or six tents set up. And so maybe they're realizing that the amount of people that are coming to get tested does not require the amount of setups that they have. And so they're trying to figure out centralized locations. I don't know. I do know the numbers continue to go up testing-wise, and we've seen not, well, it's not a gigantic spike. We did have the second biggest day of positive tests since the reopening of things, so there's all that stuff. I don't think this thing is over by what we would continue to call, I don't know if it's, uh, you know, crisis mode around here anyway in the Treasure Valley, but it certainly is an opportunity for people to be at least more aware of where they need to go. Uh, not to say that other places won't have the mobile clinic still set up. This is just St. Luke's uh, kind of strategy to think about the longer term of things as opposed to what's happening in the immediate future. So this is all happening uh, officially beginning on May 23rd. Big J, Denny Hamlin won NASCAR's second race back from its 10-week shutdown last night. It's first Wednesday race since 1984. Hamlin's victory in South Carolina came in a race that was stopped with 20 laps remaining because of rain. No fans in the stands. Everybody had to have their temperature checked and wear a mask in order to participate. And it all went off fine. They just ended a little bit early. I don't know, Big J. We've spent a lot of time saying we don't agree with this number, but apparently we may be in the minority. As restrictions across the country are beginning to relax, moviegoers are not exactly ready to go to the theater just yet, according to a study from Analytics from Performance Research and FullCircleResearch.com. According to the study, 70% of Americans say they're more likely to watch from their couch. 13% say right now they're likely to go to a local cinema, with 17% still not exactly sure what they would do. But uh, Americans are saying not yet when it comes to attending large public events or people in close proximity to them, in which theaters would be. How say you, Big Jim? Well, I would think that it would be, the, of, the, of what I've seen so far... Uh, you could probably put the most distance between yourself and somebody else in the theater. They set it up correctly. Sure, sure. So, but you're still in the same room with a bunch of other people, I think, is what creeps people out. And all it takes is one person in that theater to cough before you go, do I want to be here, right? Uh, I suppose. I mean, let's, I, say, let's say you're eight feet away from somebody hacking up a lung. You still going to feel pretty good about that cough? I don't know. It depends on the movie. <laughs> Let's say it's uh, any movie. Any movie? Yeah, and there's a guy eight feet behind you. Just no, if it's like uh, if it's like uh, the the Black Widow movie, I'm okay. Well, you know that's not going to be happening. I know. Soon. I'm just saying. I'm just giving you an example. So you you you're cool with being coughed on if it's a Marvel movie. I, he's eight feet away. He's not coughing on me. Well, coughs trap. You saw you saw outbreak and contagion, right? But I also understand the sick. The whole reason for the six foot rule. Rule. You're adding two feet onto it. I feel comfortable with that. All right. All right. For Black Widow. Okay. 
I hope you appreciate Not this, Marbles. I hope you appreciate it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. We're going to go to hell here in a couple seconds. With Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. Today we go to the internet, Big J, for today's We're Going to Hell story. And it's the story of Scott Perry. And while I understand the idea behind what he's doing, I think at the end of the day, it's it's all for a good cause. I can't help but wonder if there's a much, much less creepy way that Scott Perry can get to his goal. Scott Perry is a big believer in rescuing pets. Yesterday was National Dog Rescue Day. That's kind of cool, right? Yeah. Rescuing a pet. It's a great thing that you can do for yourself, for your family, and certainly for the pet. And it is very recommended. And Scott has done that in his life a couple of times, specifically from the Los Angeles-based rescue Best Friends Animal Sanctuary. In fact, back in 2015, that's exactly where he adopted his cat Olivia from. And since that particular time, back in 2015, Olivia has been his his constant companion, you know? He's a cat guy. That's cool. Whatever floats your boat. And so Scott started sitting at home during this whole COVID-19 thing after the last couple months, and he was just spending a whole bunch of time with his cats, and he was like, you know what? I think I really want to raise some money for Best Friends Animal Sanctuary. Really happy with Olivia. And how can I raise thousands of dollars for them during this particular time? And he's like, I know. I know what I'm going to do. I mean, Olivia and I are together all the time anyway. Why don't I just marry my cat? Right? Yeah, and no. I don't know where that... How does that help raise money? Well, it's a good question. Here's how what he has decided to do. He is going all out for this wedding, which is going to happen on his Instagram page on Saturday. And he has put together a whole Zola page, and it's got a registry, and also it's got an opportunity for you. So instead, in lieu of gifts, Big J, for the gentleman's wedding, he'd like you to donate to the animal sanctuary. So that's how it's a fundraiser. He doesn't want your presence. He wants you to be happy that he's getting married, of course. But he doesn't want your wedding presence. He wants you to give to the animal sanctuary instead. His goal is to raise $5,000 this weekend for the shelter. And he says he's perfectly happy with committing himself to his cat for the rest of his life. And so I say to that, weird, right? Yeah, that's weird. I mean, again, I I respect the gentleman for rescuing pets. I think it's a great idea that he wants to come up with a way that he can, you know, generate some funds for this particular animal sanctuary that's that's played a big role in his life. All those things are good. And then you get to the I'm going to marry my cat part where I start to go, hmm, why? Why? Like, you know, you can say and do things that mean that you're going to be together for a really long time with a pet and you don't have to be married to it. Yeah, because it comes with all kinds of other yeah things. That right. Like when you say, I want to be married to something, it makes me think that you have some sort of romantic interest in it. Right? Yeah, or you expect that the cat to take your money. Spend it on stuff. Is that what marriage is to you? Yeah. Isn't it? Th- that's not... Oh, man. And so... The cat's going to start bossing this guy around? Telling him he can't buy comic book stuff? Yeah. 
So you know what? I, now that I think about it, if you're that dumb, then you're welcome to get married to that cat. <laughs> it's quite the 180 we've done here. Uh, I'm going to still stay. I'm staying put in the it's weird category. Sorry. I am standing firm. He gets firm. what he deserves. I'm staying firm in the it is weird to marry your cat for whatever reason. I don't care what you're doing it for. It's still really creepy and really weird to marry your cat. So. Yeah, it is. Wouldn't advise it. <laughs> don't think it's a good look. But maybe he'll hit his $5,000 mark this weekend. Who knows? Good luck, Scott Perry. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Comedian and friend Pat Mack on the show next on the X-Rock. That is sublime what I got here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. It is 100.3, the X-Rocks, and a friend of the show. Been in studio many times. Uh, nice enough to bring us food almost every time he comes in. Uh, the man is his own catering company. His name is Pat Mack, and he, we're going to talk about a lot of things, including that catering company, as Pat joins us on the phone this morning. Pat, first of all, thanks for getting up early, man. How are you? Doing really well. Doing really good. Uh, missing the uh, interaction of being in studio sometimes in uh, some of these places, uh, like with you guys. I hear you, man. I hear yeah. you. We miss it, too. We miss it, too. But we're glad we got you on the phone because uh, things are going well with the catering business, right? And you've you've done some pretty new things with this whole pandemic, right? Yes, I have. This has been uh, it's been an eye-opener, that's that's for sure, because uh, two months before the, uh, the pandemic, uh, um, I had closed down my delivery side of the business. So, because I had so many caterings and comedy cooking classes booked, I didn't have time to do both. Yeah. So I chose to, to close that one, and then two months later, the pandemic hits, and all my caterings and comedy cooking classes were shut down, and I had to open up the delivery again. So, um, luckily, I have the best customers in the world, who I sent an email out to everyone, and everybody's like, yeah, we're still on board, and I decided that... Uh, I would team up with some other local businesses whose doors were closed as well, um, just to see if I could help them out. Plus, it you know expanded my menu a lot, and uh, it was just like a match made in heaven for uh, for us. So it's been working out really well. Yeah, Pat, I think that's one of the coolest things about this is, you know, we, we kind of use the moniker around here together. And, uh, you know, I mean, it, just kind of reimagining what your business is and what it can do because of certain doors being closed opens other ones. And, you know, you partnering with like Big K Barbecue, somebody we're familiar with here down the street from uh, the station and, and doing stuff with them. I mean, it's just it's a really cool thing to see another business reaching out to each other to to help one another. It's it's a great thing. Yeah. And, you know, and I and um Anybody who has a small business, it doesn't matter what it is, this is now the time to just kind of reevaluate your business and say, okay, um, if something like this were to happen again or when it happens again, and, um, you know, how am I going to be able to handle this without just shutting my, without just shutting my doors and throwing my arms up in the air? And that's uh, to uh, collaborate with other businesses and say, hey, how can we team up? Now, now mind you, me and the other businesses that I'm I'm working with, you know, we're not making like, Big time money, you know, but um, you know we're keeping the we're, we're, we're keeping the cash flow going through the businesses to kind of keep things working a little bit, and uh, you know, I, and teaming up with these uh, other businesses. So Big K Barbecue, um, you know, some of the best smoked meats you're gonna you're gonna get. Uh, you know, then I've got City Peanut, who is a longtime downtown Boise favorite. Um, if you've never been to City Peanut, well, man, you really got to try it out. If not, try my menu, <laughs> um, and then. Uh, Idaho Jasper Coffee is one of my favorite uh, small business stories. 
two young kids, graduates of Boise High School. Uh, they graduated, uh, I think, three years ago. They started out with a small little tiny uh, hand-built cart that they would do in the North End selling his, his own roasted coffee that he does. And uh, next thing you know, they're, they have their own uh, shop inside of uh, the Boise Court building and a huge customer base, and he roasts his own coffee. He's been roasting since he was 16. Wow. And I was so happy to team up with Idaho Jasper Coffee um, to be able to bring a whole mix of different things to pe- different people. It's pretty awesome, man. Pat Mack joins us, of course, uh, Pat Mack Catering. You can check it out on Facebook. He uh, makes up meal plans for you, delivers stuff to you at this particular point. And I, I imagine that has made you the menu wider, as you had uh, had kind of uh, mentioned previously. But also, does it give you a chance to, to try some things and experiment with some stuff that maybe you didn't think would be uh, a hit and it's become something? Yes, that is true. Oh, man. Yeah, because, uh, you know, being forced to have to think outside the box, you end up hitting a few uh, a few ideas that you didn't know were there before, and uh, we were, we've been able to do that with um, with a lot of camping uh, food items that we had never really concentrated on before um, by teaming up with the other people. Um, a lot of people are going out camping, and this is their uh, opportunity uh, to make life easy on them when they're cooking. So we started putting uh, camp meals together, uh, and we're getting a huge response on that. People are uh, Loading up their uh, loading up their coolers before they have to head out of town because the last thing you want to do when you're up camping is spend too much time cooking, especially if you have somebody do it ahead of time for you. So, uh, Pat, the the catering business uh, off and running. What about uh, the comedy cooking section? Have you maybe uh, done something with the the Zoom and all the uh, the different kinds of, of ways people have been you know trying to work around being able to do things in person? Yes. Yeah, so. Um Actually, yesterday was a perfect example. Um, I was with the uh, Boise State Alumni Association. We had shot a video uh, for their uh, alumni members, um, and that was you know just all preset. Normally, uh, something like that, I would actually show up in person in uh, in front of the live crew, in front of the live audience. But uh, now we just kind of have to do it remotely, and you know, I just uh, you just pick and choose the ones where you know that uh, you know people are going to be paying attention for the video and. Um, you know, this is a perfect time for that. And yeah, I've been a, I've, I've been shooting uh, quite a few things in uh, the kitchen at work at Big K Barbecue on Chinden and at home and uh, in somebody else's backyard <laughs> to share for friends. And that's been uh, it's been quite the adjustment. I can imagine, man. Well, it's nice to see you pivot and know that you're helping out some great local businesses as well as your own. Pat, it, we've had you in here. You've cooked food for us. It's always fantastic. If people want to have some of that catering of their very own, what's the best way to reach out for you and get a look at your menu? PatMaxCatering.com, and that's P-A-T-M-A-C-S, PatMaxCatering.com. And you go to Mill of the Week, and we will um, have a menu up every Wednesday um, we put up a new menu, and you can order through Sunday, and then we deliver on Tuesdays and Wednesdays of the following week. So you kind of have a plan ahead of time, um, you know, like, hey, next week I'm going to get these meals and these items. And that way, um, if you're planning ahead, you can be able to plan your menu um, for yourself for the week as well. And we've got different side items um, available as well, too, on there. And you can see everyone else's list on there just by going to patmaxcatering.com. Awesome stuff, Pat. Thank you very much for making time for us. We appreciate it. Uh, Continued success, sir. And uh, stay safe. We'll talk to you soon. All right, brother? All right, man. Love you guys. Thank you again for checking in with me. I I love you guys. Here's traffic. Yeah. He loves us. Love you, too. Who are you talking to? Okay, just making sure. And you. Hmm.
Culture Smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, we'll get you a morning after care package. It has a X Rocks 25th anniversary sticker in it and a X face covering for you to be out and about. Stay healthy if you want. All that kind of stuff. We'll send it off to you in the mail if you can beat Nick here in Pop Culture Smackdown. Let me give you the phone number. It's 208-287-1003. That's the number you need to call if you'd like to play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown. Big J's got all the questions. Hopefully you've got some answers. It could lead to good things for you. Let's go to the phones and get a contestant. Hello, the X. Good morning. Good morning, sir. What's your name, please? Uh, this is Richard. All right, Richard. Good luck. This, oh, let's see. What citrus soda was Coca-Cola's answer to 7-Up? Uh, that would be Sprite. Sprite right. is correct. Nick, which character from the A-Team hated flying and routinely had to be cleverly knocked out to get him onto a plane or helicopter? B.A. Baracus. That's right. Right. This gold chain-wearing fella didn't suffer fools. He also played B.A. Baracus in the A-Team. That would be Mr. Right. He pities the fools. Uh, Nick, this actor has starred in movies like The Wraith and Face Off and directed movies like The Notebook and The Other Woman. Who is it? I may just know his last name. Cassavetes? Yeah, yeah. Right. Which one? Nick? Is that right? <laughs> yes, it right. is Nick. Good job, man. Uh, the Computer Deep Blue beat champion Gary Kasparov in what board game in 1997? Richard, Richard, Richard. Uh, would that be chess? Yes, right. chess is absolutely correct. Nick, who provided the voice for Jack in The Nightmare Before Christmas? Uh, Christopher Sarandon. No. Wait, Jack? Yes. Yes. Uh, Jack Dan- Skeleton? Yeah. Yes, it was Chris it's, Sarandon. You sure it's not Danny Elfman? Danny Elfman sang the songs, but Chris oh. Sarandon provided the speaking voice. Right. I'm correct. And uh, I'm also correct. <laughs> Technically, yes, Danny Elfman did sing the songs. But it was Chris Sarandon that did the voice. Well, you've beat me. Is that it? That's it. Ha-ha! Thank Ran you to Prop Culture. I watched the whole show about uh, oh, Nightmare. Oh, uh, okay. Well, we're going to talk about that later. I watched the same show. <laughs> I told you about it. Uh, no, congr- I told you about it. Congratulations to you, Richard. Hang on. We'll get some information from you and get you that care package as we made Big J run on to questions today. We'll do a run of headlines. That's happening next on the X-Rock. <laughs> It's time for Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Half Price Friday. It's happening 9 o'clock tomorrow morning at xrock.com. You can grab yourself a full day of rafting with the Salmon River Experience for just 52 bucks. Normally it costs you $104. That's why it's called Half Price Friday. So come catch the excitement of whitewater rafting at its best in Riggins, Idaho. From pools to rapids, everything in between, no matter what level of adventure you're on. They will take care of you for sure, and they have an excellent safety record and execute pre-trip safety talks and continuous gear inspections throughout the trip, so you know you're going to have a good time with you and your family. So check out Half Price Friday, xrock.com, 9 o'clock tomorrow morning for the Salmon River Experience. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Nice find. Gross, but not, and careful now. Gross, but not. Sounds pretty delicious, Big J. Can I interest you in a truckload of macaroni and cheese? Yes. Yes. Well, then I'll get you in direct contact with the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Thank you. Because they say a truck overturned on Wednesday morning on Interstate 24 near Interstate 40 in Nashville. The truck was hauling 40,000 pounds of macaroni and cheese. The photos from the scene show the powdered cheese and pasta strewn all over the roadway. 
No injuries were reported, thank goodness, but cleanup was expected to take all the way until early afternoon today. Wait, it wasn't in boxes? No, it was. Oh, okay. That's the powder and the thing, but it still all came out and was all over the place. I was just picturing, like, a trailer filled with... You know how they transport already yeah. pre-cooked mac like, and cheese when they got by a, the truck? They, you know, that's when you they order up uh, a Paul Bunyan uh, some mac and cheese. <laughs> it's <laughs> like the sugar beet trucks. They're all falling off the yeah. back as they're, uh, they're going down the highway. Ooh, let me catch that. Nice find or careful now? Nice find. Money doesn't grow on trees, but you can occasionally find it in the middle of the road. A family in Virginia managed to stumble on a million dollars in cash while taking a drive on Saturday. Emily Schnantz says she was driving the car with her family when she noticed the car in front of her swerving around an object in the road, and then her car went ahead and hit the object. Thump, thump. The family was like, great, we just killed a drifter, but nope. They looked and it was just a bag. And then another was spotted uh, 15 feet away, and so they put him into the pickup truck. The op- they opened the bags to find them filled with small plastic baggies that were addressed with something that said cash vault. The family found the bags to contain nearly a million dollars. So they called the uh, Caroline police, who are now investigating, but they believe that the mailbags belong to the Postal Service and the money was meant for a bank. Not a good look for the USPS right there. <laughs> With all their cash problems, right. them having cash falling off of trucks, probably not a good thing right now. But congratulations for doing the right thing. Uh, I, you know, it's one of those deals where it's, it's, it's like a movie or a TV show where you probably would be so tempted to do something, but you got to know that they would come back to you. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So you have to do the right thing in turning it in. So well done to Emily and her family for doing it. Although at least they can say they were in possession of a million dollars for a little while. Probably pretty cool. Wrap it up with careful now. Doing anything on top of a moving vehicle is not a good idea. And police in Milwaukee, Wisconsin are asking for the public's help in tracking down a man who was caught on video doing push-ups on top of a moving car over the weekend. The video shows the man climbing out of the rear passenger side of the window and then onto the roof of the vehicle, and then the shirtless man starts doing a couple of push-ups before the video ends while the car is still driving down the street. Do not recommend, Big J. That sounds like road rash and an incredible, incredible feat. Yep. So I wouldn't recommend that at all, and so now they want to uh, they want to arrest him. So it's also illegal to do that. There's not a lot of positives in that whole thing, except for maybe maybe viral fame. But then again, nobody knows who you are, so it doesn't really help. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There are your headlines. You're up to date on a whole bunch of stuff. That is Godsmack. That is unforgettable. It is the Morning After with Nick and Big J here on 100.3 The X Rocks. We talked about the possibility of something happening on Tuesday, and lo and behold, Big J, something did happen yesterday. Yeah, uh, the uh, the Snyder Cut of uh, Justice League is going to happen in sometime in 2021 on HBO Max. A uh, announcement that he made towards the end of the uh, kind of public screening he did of Man of Steel yesterday that he had struck a deal, and uh, they're not messing around, man. They're going to sink some money into this thing, huh? Yeah, I mean it's way more than we thought that it, it would it would become, and uh, the the. The actual story on it from the Hollywood Reporter is kind of fascinating, man, uh, as to exactly how this came down, and and really, it's a testament to the fans, the people who uh, had constantly been saying, "We want to see this cut," and it just kind of grew momentum, and and they were able to uh, manage to to have a screening where a bunch of the executives from Warner Brothers and everybody came to watch it, and and they left, and they decided they wanted to do something with this. They're gonna. Sp- 
spend money to I'm tr- do this. I'm trying to figure out like how far along did it have to be done? Do you know what I mean? Like if they had a screening for it, there's obviously a cut. But then they're going to add. They want to finish the visual effects. They want to do some of the things to make it look. Yeah, like, music. I, just, and, and I want to know maybe some reshoots. I mean, they they're going to spend twenty to thirty million dollars to put this together, and uh, and according to what Zack Snyder says in here, you saw maybe one fourth of what he did in that movie. That that it was the end. I mean, that's. There's a whole bunch more in there. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, they're talking about splitting it up into a 10-part series. They're talking about doing, I mean, who knows what's going to happen when it's all said and done. But it is coming. And so that poses a second question, Big J. And that is, with the uh, victory that has been claimed by the fans, is there any possible way this lives up to expectations? Or is it just going to disappoint because of how much people have been anticipating it? Uh, I mean, I, I, it depends on how much really there is to change. Because in the article, he says uh, it, maybe what's in the movie is one-fourth of what he did. But he's also admitted he hasn't seen the theatrical release. <laughs> so now I'm reading this, and, and I'm like, how does he know what he saw then if he didn't see the whole thing? I imagine it's uh, so, what people have told him. I mean, he still talks yeah. to Momoa and, I, and Cavill and all those guys in the Daily. So. And I also feel bad for Joss Whedon because th- that wasn't his fault either. And he took a lot of guff yesterday on Twitter. Like, it was his fault. And, 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 and the, it's just a kind of a weird position for that dude to be into. Yeah, he was he was hired to do a patch job on a movie that was not truly completed, and they had a date that it needed to be done by, and then they had to figure out how to make it all happen. It was a pretty impossible task that he was uh, he was handed, and then you know the fact that he had to do reshoots and the cavil mustache and all that kind of stuff didn't help. And so it just, uh, <laughs> it's just, I wonder if all the footage that, 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 uh, Zach has is all pre mustache. I bet you, I bet you it probably is. <laughs> probably. And or so already maybe they hire Marvel's people to get rid of it. Already it won't look as goofy, which is very good. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your update on the Snyder Cut. It's coming soon to a TV near you next year. We're going to do some bad impressions. That's next on the X Rock. <laughs> On 100.3, the X. And if you can figure out bad impressions here, we'll set you up with the morning after care package. It includes an X 25th anniversary sticker and a face covering for your face. The face covering isn't for some other part of your body? No, light me up. <laughs> it could, I guess. Be kind of weird. Very weird. 208-287-1003. If you'd like to play a little game called Bad Impressions, Big J has got three clues. Each one of those clues points to somebody that is pretty famous. If you can figure out who he is trying to be in those three clues or less, this package is coming to you. And hopefully that makes you feel pretty good. Hello, The X. What's up, man? How you doing, buddy? What's your name? Josh. All right, Josh. Good luck. I like to throw axes and ride motorcycles with my flowing hair and awesome beard. I I was called Drogo in Game of Thrones, and it was awesome. My man! Looks like more Aquaman for me. Hashtag Snyder Cut. Oh, man. What's his name? Right? Uh, You can do it. Center yourself. Jason McGall? Who? Jason McGall? Jason McGall? Something like that? Jason McGall. McGall. I mean, yeah, I'm going to give it to you. (laughs) because. Big J feels very generous, to... Josh. Yeah, Momoa. Jason Momoa. Momoa. But you okay. were you knew it. You were it, you... it was close to Magala. 
Hakuna Magala. Hang Hakuna, on one second. No, Hakuna Matata. We will uh, get some information from you and make sure you're all good to go there for the care package. Uh, we're all about the uh, the Aquaman DC Universe this hour. Why is Jason yeah, Momoa in the Yeah, this is for something completely different, man. <laughs> and uh, I'm excited about the, the idea of this anyways, and we'll see. Uh, uh, during Sundance this last year, uh, there was a bidding war for a movie, uh, Nick, uh, and, and, it, and it was purchased for $22 million and 69 cents. And it's called The Good Good, Bad, and Undead. And it stars uh, Peter Dinklage and Jason Momoa. Now, they never shared any scenes in Game of Thrones, but they're pals nonetheless. And uh, the uh, the idea about this movie, uh, just uh, it sounds awesome. So basically what it's about here is that uh, Dinklage is a, has a famed vampire hunter, Van Helsing, as he forms an unlikely partnership with a vampire played by Momoa, who has vowed to never kill again, Nick. And in a con job reminiscent of the good, the bad, and the ugly, the two travel from town to town, staging vampire attacks and splitting the riches when Helsing is hired to slay the vampire. It works well until the vampire draws a massive bounty that sends countless hunters after both men. The film is based off of an idea uh, of the, the writers of Freddy vs. Jason. Oh, okay. Now, Not so that it's that made? That's or a good it's question. just the idea that was pitched I, I, I think it's the, the script and, and whatnot that All was right. pitched. So it's not ready but to be But it released. seems like a lot of money to uh, to go out for something like that. But. And is it well if it's Freddy versus Jason, then is it played as a comedy or is it played as it like It sounds a, like a comedy to me. It does sound like a comedy, yeah. but it could be and straight just up, based I guess. on the title alone, it sounds, you know, like some of the plot from the good, the bad, and the ugly, which I think would be fantastic. It'd be very funny. So coming soon, once they get back to making movies and releasing movies, that will be I, I think vampire stuff's in, right? Now? Is that coming back? Is it? Because what they do in the shadows? Yeah. I'm not sure if it said people. They're back, there, baby! But, or they ever really went away. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. Allison Chains, Heaven Beside You, is going to wrap up the Morning After with Nick and Big J here on this Thursday morning. Thanks for joining us on this 21st day of May. We do appreciate it very much. An extra special thank you to Mr. Pat Mack for joining us on the show this morning. Remember, you can check out patmackscatering.com for a chance to get some great food delivered to you. And you can enjoy some deliciousness and also help out some great uh, local Treasure Valley businesses while you're doing it as well. It's the best of both worlds, if you will. And we appreciate his time on the show this morning. Big J told you all about a uh, an elderly simulator where you do terrible things to old people. That will be coming soon to a video game console near you, which is nice. And we also talked about the Snyder Cut coming to HBO Max. Get ready to live. Apparently, it's going to be a very big deal in 2021. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Uh, yeah, be sure to, uh, you know, on occasion, hit up xrock.com. We'll post the um, the interview with Pat Mack, and uh, there's a bunch of stuff on there that maybe you haven't had a chance to check out in some time. You know, you can relive the moments of the morning after there as well. The uh, The podcast is up every day, right? Uh, generally. <laughs> Barring some sort of technical emergency. Yeah. It's usually there for you to enjoy in case you missed any of it, and that's accessible. Or from busy. Anytime you want. Uh, so check it out for yourself. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by GoTeamSaveMoney.com. That is the website for Team Mazda Subaru. $5 car sale happening this weekend at the Kmart in Nampa, the old Kmart anyway. And, of course, the new car sale happening at the lot. So check out the website, GoTeamSaveMoney.com, for additional details. Jason Drew, he is up next. We will see you tomorrow. It is the X-Rock.